Network Engine, number one source for Daily Blues content. I'm Ooh. Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And uh, today we're going to get into, uh, we've got a lot of news for you, actually. Um, the Blues obviously are taking on Anaheim Ducks tonight. Um, obviously the coronavirus is going nuts, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and how it affects uh, the sports world as a whole. Um but what affects my world as a whole is Monaco's Pizza, man. Mm. I, I, dude, just beautiful stuff. You guys know it. You love it. I love it. Uh, they got famous crispy thin crust pizza. They got pan pizza. They got their point pizza, which is a one of a kind. One of a kind. Mm. Triangle pizza. <laughs> All of their pizzas can come with a mozzarella or Provel blend of cheese. They got pepperonis which are fresh baked rolls filled with pepperoni puree and four cheeses. They've got toasted wraps of St. Louis staple. They got family pleaser, which is a combo of pizza salad and soft drinks. You can dine in, carry out or get it delivered. They've been doing it since 1959. So they obviously know what's good. Um, and they sell beer there. So I know you St. Louisans love, love to drink your beer. So go check it out. Uh, they do community involvement with fundraisers and reading programs. And you can order online through their own app, website, and also on Grubhub. But if you do order, get $5 off a large specialty pizza. That's a large specialty mm. pizza. When you mention Locked On or use our online code Locked On, and that's limit one per transaction. You can check them out at 1224 Highway K, O'Fallon, Missouri, or you can call the place and order right now. At 636-980-1212. That's 636-980-1212. Beautiful stuff from Monaco's Pizza. Passion. It's gorgeous stuff, guys. We I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you haven't tried it yet, you have to at least at least try it once because it's so dude, it's so good. Speaking of trying things once, the Blues and the Ducks tried tonight's game once. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, How about that segue? Yeah. <laughs> Christ, Josh. <laughs> um, so there will be some interesting, uh, interesting caveats with the beginning of this game. Uh, we're starting one. The score will be starting at one to one, but it'll be a sixty-minute game, which hurts my brain. But yeah, yeah. So, so um, obviously. Except for two goals. Yeah, obviously the Blues and the Ducks tried this game before, um, uh, and then the tragic Jay Bomeister incident uh, happened early in the first period, so the game did not resume. Um, obviously, you know, thoughts go out to him, and he's been recovering well, and the players have, have said it's been it's going to be tough uh, playing in this environment again, but, um, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's now a more, slightly more meaningful game. Uh, later in the season. So, uh, Tommy, talk a little bit about your initial thoughts for tonight. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. Uh, we got a we got a former Stanley Cup champion in the house, and Michael Delzato coming back. Uh, so David, <laughs> it's gonna be and, nice. And, to and see a him. former captain, David Backus. Oh, that's true. I Don't forgot forget. about that. David Quackus. He had. He had. He had ooh. <laughs> oh. Man. I forgot where I saw that, but Oof. I'm gonna I'm 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 edit that one out and post. I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, David Backus has actually been doing fairly well for him. He had two assists for them in a, in a victory the other night, so he's been, I guess, playing above my expectations. Uh, it's gonna be a little. Yeah, Delzato has been a plus five in his last five games. Yeah, uh, Del, Michael Delzato leads the Anaheim Ducks in plus minus over the last five games. That's wow. interesting. Look at that. The Blues are infiltrating the, the league and improving their worth in various various situations. 
But yeah, so yeah. Ducks are 29, 32, and 9. Uh, Blues are 41, 19, and 10. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a game the Blues should win. Um, starting out tied, even though there are goals on the board, even though Barbashev is gonna have a gonna have a goal to start the game. It was funny. I saw the quote about that. He he said uh, he was a little confused, but Barubi told me he only needed two more goals to get a hat trick, so he liked the sound of that. Um, <laughs> he's got sixty minutes. It, it's it's weird. I, I've I've definitely heard about games where like uh, obviously uh, you know they've been rescheduled mid game. Like I know there was one a couple years ago. I want to say. Ooh, I want to say Sean Thornton got credit for a goal in a game that he didn't play in because of a situation just like this where he played, he scored wow. early on, and then he was a scratch or something in the makeup game. So there was a full 60-minute game that he did not okay. appear in that he had a goal for, which is which is kind of funny. It, it mind-boggling. Yeah, mind-boggling. It, 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 involve, it uh, definitely allows for some, some funky scenarios in that sense. Um, uh, Jake Allen, I think, is getting the start. But if he weren't, it would show that it would show that them each playing a game, even though Bennington would play the full. It, it's a lot of weird stuff, a lot of stuff we haven't seen ever before. Um, but it's going to be a fun one. I mean, I think the players are pretty determined. Uh, they're 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 hard to go out to Jabo, obviously, at a time like this. So they're they're definitely playing for something tonight. Um, late game, ten o'clock Eastern. Uh, so you know, uh, you got nowhere else to be. Everyone's going to be home from work. Uh, so and you know, if you're not or quarantined, or cool, I was going to say, if you're not home from work, you're quarantined. So no better time to to turn on some Blues hockey. Uh, let's get into a little bit more of the nitty gritty. Tell me, what do you what do the Blues need to do tonight to to take this victory and get back in the win column? Well, I think first of all, you gotta get double, double, uh, double digits in the hits column, right? I mean, last game you got six hits on the board. That's not gonna cut it, especially with the style uh, this Blues team plays. Um, so look for that hard nosed hockey to come back. I'm sure Barubi's drilling that home in him uh, during the practice. Look for Colton Pareko to stay hot, as well as Jaden Schwartz, who's been in kind of a man on fire for the Blues lately. He's got three assists in his last five, five points. You, know, you love that five. term. You love that expression. I do, dude. Been, it's been throwing, awesome. It reminds me of the Human Torch. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, continue. Yeah, or like a, or like a NBA Jam. We're like, he's on fire, dude. That's <laughs> where it comes from. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. dude. That's the shit. Um, but yeah, James Schwartz. Uh, look for him to stay hot, and obviously Jake Allen. Uh, I mean, we haven't really seen him drop off in production yet. I don't expect him to. It should be should be fun. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing that sticks out to me, at least looking at the uh, initial team stats, uh, special teams, Anaheim is 29th in power play and 24th in penalty kill. Uh, specialty teams for St. Louis has been a bit off as of late. They've had they've shown signs of getting back to where they want to be, but they've still definitely struggled there. That's an area they need to improve on. And tonight they absolutely can against an Anaheim team that suffers in that aspect of the game, you know, in the bottom five or six teams in the entire league in both special team stats where the Blues are in the top half in both of them. So uh, it's definitely uh, definitely an area the Blues need to improve on and what better time to do it than tonight against a team that is pretty awful at power play and penalty kill. Um, and again, other, other stats you look at, uh, goal scoring, Anaheim's at 29th in the league uh, compared to the Blues' 15th place. Uh, goals allowed, Anaheim's at 25th compared to the Blues' fifth place. So Anaheim has been struggling all year. Um, John Gibson, as usual, is is carrying the team, and they're, they're just not putting up the numbers. You know, he's got he's honestly not 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 got world breaking numbers. He's got a nine oh four save percentage, but he's always going to be uh, a tough tough guy to crack for the Blues. But I think they can pull yeah, the victory. That's the point that I was going to make too. Is especially if the if the Blues from last game 
show up and their forwards aren't really putting up the high volume of shots that they normally do. I mean, John Gibbs can, can easily steal the game for uh, the Ducks, especially if the Blues come in and kind of like, I don't know. I, it, it seems like some games they look like uh, they don't expect the other team to like play as hard or like just because they're like near the bottom of the standings they think they can like go out the night before it or something like that um obviously with a goalie in that like gibson you, you gotta you gotta get pucks on net you gotta get high percentage shots on net um and so hopefully the blues can do that tonight yeah absolutely absolutely um all right i think we've i think we've covered the game we're gonna talk about a little bit more blues news and then cover some sports world topics when we get back from this break all right, Tommy. What's what's possibly some of the best news you could see as a Blues fan in, in terms of this current season? In terms of this current season, um, the season is canceled and the Blues win the Stanley Cup. Almost. Um, have you have <laughs> you heard of Have you heard of uh, uh, your friendly neighborhood Vladimir Tarasenko? <laughs> yes, I have heard. Well, of him. an hour ago, Jim Thomas tweeted out that Craig Berube says targeted return for Vladimir Tarasenko is sometime during the Blues' four-game road trip next week we're a week away from the return of the russian sniper vladdy daddy whatever you want to call him <laughs> big vladdy daddy big vladdy daddy my favorite player on the blues um he, he's he's making his return potentially next week um they got four games next week, Sunday against Ottawa, Tuesday against Philly, Thursday against Carolina, and Saturday against Florida. Uh, Rube says that uh, the estimated return is during one of those games. So, I mean, the wait is the wait is essentially over. Uh, it's just a matter of, I think, getting them back up to full speed. But that's, I mean, you can't even begin to talk about what that means for this team. It, they've been so good already, and then you insert a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko. It's, it's... It, I, I'm speechless. It's, I, I'm beyond excited to see what it does for this team. But I'm also I'm also just at the point where I'm going to say, honestly, I have no idea how much this is going to help. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride, enjoy some some Blues hockey with an even better player in the lineup. No, dude, I'm really excited to see. I, I, I really want Baruby to give Thomas the chance to center a line with Tarasenko because oh. him feeding him pucks just out of the blue when no one thinks he can get the puck onto a sniper stick and he manages to – Oh, oh my God, bro! I, I, I mean, honestly, we could easily see Tarasenko turn into like a fifty goal scorer, if, if, like with a full season, injuries and everything uh, lining up in place. I, dude, I, that would be beautiful to watch. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely a, a game breaking player. He's a he's a guy that with the right weapons can be uh, can be the most dominant player on the ice, can be the most dangerous player on the ice. And we saw during uh, last year's playoffs, he's really adapted the ability to not just shoot when not only shoot, not be a one trick pony, but when teams would start trying to take away his shot, he was finding the pass. He was really making some smart plays and creating opportunities for his teammates. So. He's a really, really valuable addition for the Blues. Not just his offensive game, not just his goal scoring. He's proven that he's a good playmaker. He's proven that he's make, been able to make smart decisions with the puck. But he's also stepped up a lot defensively as of late uh, from the last times we've seen him play. He was really good defensively in the playoff run. Um, you know, not elite, obviously not Ryan O'Reilly level, but for something that's kind of always been a, a lacking in his game, I guess he's never really been that guy defensively. He's He was a very good two-way player towards the end of last season, and he's... Um, 
huge for the Blues in every end of the ice, not just the offensive zone. So I think that there's the, that his return, uh, you know, give him a few games, get back up to speed, but can really take this team up to, up to the next level and hopefully get us uh, another Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I think it, I think it says something too, like his leadership and his uh, experience levels as well will really, uh, really help out, especially the young guys on the team. That yeah, they might have done it before, but it's still kind of like. They get those nerves or something like that. I'm not I like a guy that's so laid back and like with a personality like as amazing, I guess, as Tarasenko is like you just you want that guy in the locker room. You want get that guy on the bench. You want that guy on the ice with you. Absolutely. Uh, and you want to you want to go to war for that guy. And I feel like absolutely getting him back is going to be. It's going to be massive for the boys. Absolutely. Other Blues news, uh, Tyler Bozak isn't making the trip to Anaheim because his wife is expecting. So congratulations to Molly and Tyler Bozak, um, our, one of our favorite Blues blues couples, Blues families. Got to love them. So all, all love and support goes out to them. Uh, can't wait to add another member to the Bozak family. Can't wait to, to see all the hijinks they get up to. And what else we got? What, um, let's see. I uh, the Bachelorette party, right? The ba- the ba- oh, that's true. There was a big uh, Yana Tarasenko posted on Instagram. They were all at a Bachelorette party. And you said you think uh, Shen and Barbershev. I think it was Shen and, and Barbershev, yeah. Are, are, are uh, tying the knot. Yes. Not to each other. Um, right. To um, their respective uh, significant others. Right. Um, so good. That's good for them. Good to see. I know uh, Vladdy's always been close with Ivan Barbashev, so that'll be fun to see. Hopefully, he. Hopefully, they get to they get to party it up a little bit with uh, Vladdy's heel shoulder. But a lot of fun uh, outside of hockey stuff going on for the team right now. Um, a lot of fun stuff there. I think I think that's it for Blues news so far. I don't I don't got anything else. Uh, Tommy, you got you got anything else for the for the Blues? Uh, not in terms of the Blues, no. But I I did just see. March Madness got uh, not canceled, but uh, there's gonna be no fans at the games. Yeah, yeah, no fans. Which at the games. we can just talk about no fans at games in general because that's yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's weird, right? Because like, especially for the players, you could literally probably hear like a pin drop if they weren't there. So if they are there and the games are televised, it'll be essentially like they're mic'd up, you know. So you can kind of like make out like what they're saying more and like the trash talk it's gonna be interesting to watch for sure but also like kind of weird yeah yeah and and I, think, I think there's a lot to dive into there um we can close out the show with that so we'll get right into that uh topic uh, right after the break <laughs> okay so the first thing that that comes to mind for me when i'm thinking about games like that is just is is really the the advantages and disadvantages provided by having no fans in the in the building the first thing that i really think of is march madness tournament um you know a game at a sort of a neutral location uh, you you have a lot of fans for each team but also you have some neutral fans and i think i think the underdog really loses loses a bit of a bit of um a bit of opportunity, I'd say, in, in in games like that in the March Madness tournaments, because if you're a neutral, if you're a neutral fan going to one of those games, you're rooting for the underdog. And crowd noise, crowd support, it plays a big part in momentum and confidence, and you know, staying hot, especially when it comes to basketball. Um, and I think it's just going to be really interesting to see these games be played out in front of empty, uh, empty stadiums. Uh, March Madness obviously is is one of the biggest events of the year, especially you know day one. Anything can happen. 
Uh, but you also got you also got teams, you got players um, that have pl- maybe worked their whole lives for this. Seniors who are never going to get this opportunity again, who now have to go in and play these games in empty arenas, something that they've maybe never, ever done. Played a competitive basketball game in an empty arena. It's... It's unheard of. It's it's truly, you know, it's not even something that I can compare to, make examples to, because it's just so odd. It's so strange. It's something that you'd never, I'd never really thought I'd have to see with a, with professional sports or competitive sports. Is is hey, there aren't going to be any fans there. It's it's weird. It's I mean, I'm missing a game, a Blues game in D.C. I was going to go to the Capitals Blues game. Uh, I go to school at U Maryland, so not only am I not going to be on campus anymore. Um, I don't even think the game's going to happen. So it's just it's just weird to me that like something that seems so fundamental, like of course I'm going to the game. Why wouldn't I? So to all of a sudden, like yeah, nope, nobody's going to any games for the time being. It, it's 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 a it's a, a concept that I thought I would never have to wrap my head around. Is the easiest way to explain it. Yeah, it really is a strange dynamic. I mean, even just think about like March Madness, like in the name, it's called Madness because every, it's like every year, like they're like a 16 seed beating a one seed a couple of years ago or whenever, whenever that was. Last or like year. just Yeah, last year, dude, just just insane stuff seems to happen. Buzzer beaters out the wazoo, like insane stuff seems to happen every year. And just not having a fan reaction, but also not being able to see like fans storm the court essentially, yeah. like. Dude, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a different dynamic for sure. There's something dystopian about it. There's something really strange about like these guys just now going to be like competing in an empty warehouse for our entertainment while we sit at home quarantined. It's 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 very peculiar to think about it that way in the sense that, you know, they're. Well, they're going to be like celebrating and like going nuts. It's going to be crickets from the crowds. It's just something that's so fundamental when it comes to sports that it just isn't going to be there. The cheering, the booing, the clapping, the the oohs and ahs on close opportunities. It's just going to be gone. And it'll be interesting to hear more like court noise, more ice noise, et cetera, et cetera. But it's I don't think I'll be able to truly imagine it until I watch it. But once I put on one of those games where there aren't any fans in the crowd, I think it'll give us a real, real good firsthand experience of what it's going to be like. But I. I don't think I'm I'm even close to to wrapping my head around it like I said just because it's so unexpected it's something I never thought I'd have to deal with but I mean it's yeah, it's, just... it's, it's 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 safety you know it's it's what needs to be done um it, it you know you don't want people risking their lives risking other the lives of others to go watch a sporting event at the end of the day it's a sporting event but it's it's life is life as we know it's been a bit a bit flip-flopped uh, in recent days, so this is just one of many examples of how it's going to impact our lives. I'm going to end up looking like the boy in the plastic bubble, and just <laughs> never going outside, <laughs> like saran wrap and everything. Yeah, but no, it is weird. I'm just thinking about like photographers that will be at the game and like the photos that they're going to take that are going to end up in history books. I'm sure it's just going to be like, yeah, so strange. Man. Yeah, it's it. It looks it looks it's going to look Photoshop. It's going to look. It's just something that our brains are not programmed to see. We think right. of sporting events. We think of roaring fans it's weird um but yeah and then a little bit more closely close to the nhl world only really two or two or three uh for for what i know again i'm probably completely wrong but i know uh golden state warriors their their area has canceled uh large events philadelphia 
to Philadelphia Flyers and the San Jose Sharks uh, are three uh, organizations that are responding quickly to this. I know St. Louis released a um, statement today that they're planning on having all games at home as scheduled, but since it's such a rapidly changing dynamic, just stay tuned because by the hour, things could be updating. But it affects the NHL world too, and I don't know if you saw Tommy... uh, Riley Smith had a really good quote uh, about playing in front of that, about yeah. playing in front of no fans. He goes, "Well, I played in Florida for a while, so I'm kind of used to it, or something like that," which which <laughs> made me laugh. A, which, savage, bro. Which made me laugh a lot. I don't know. I remember we were before we were recording yesterday. We made that exact joke. Um, yeah. But we didn't even have the balls to say it on air, you know. And then Riley Smith comes out and just drops that bomb on <laughs> on the entire hockey world. From the top rope, yeah. From the top rope. Those are the quotes you live for, though, if you're, like, a media person, like Jeremy Rutherford and all those guys. Like, I think I'd be licking their chops. Like, as soon as he says that into their microphone, they're like, oh, hell yeah, now we're talking. And that's kind of, like, the stuff that, like, like, as a consumer of media, like, that's really what you want to hear, right? Like, you don't want to hear the, like million cliches that they come up with after every game um i think intern maddie was counting them after one game it's like it's like pucks on net yeah they're a good team uh we just gotta work harder it's like dude like it's like copy paste almost every game unless you're like unless you're out there like making waves uh like smith i guess did so i'd I'd much rather listen to that and we're like Breath of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. Um, gonna take a quick. Gonna take a quick. Uh, personality. Yeah, gonna jump back to tonight's uh, Blues Ducks game real quick because I just came across something I think needs to be shared. Um, the Ducks tweeted out that in addition, nineteen percent of all so ninety percent for Jay Bomeister's number nineteen of all merchandise sales tonight, plus the charitable half of the fifty fifty raffle will be donated to UC Irvine Health um, in honor of Jay Bomeister and you know what happened. So big shout out to the Anaheim Ducks for um, uh, responding so well handling this so well you know it's a it's a very difficult situation in the hockey world but the response from various teams has been unprecedented and that's just one of many examples yeah that is that is that's a really good look makes me makes me sure makes me smile to see like like you were saying about the uh the cut and pasting it it very much feels like the hockey world is very like uh keep things under wraps just say the right thing even when it comes not just with like the roasting your old team but even with stuff like this with injuries it's very like day-to-day like it's just a business and you don't really see uh the league respond to to you know, individual player incidents like they have to Jay Bowman. Obviously, we haven't seen anything like this in a long time, but it's definitely um, uh, kind of eye-opening to see all these teams take a break from the oh, we're going to win hockey games and really show support around the league. You know, Vegas had that great banner that they did, and now Anaheim with the with the obviously with the response initial response was tremendous, but this as well, it's 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 uh, really a big thing for our hockey community. I think it shows what this community is capable of in a time like this. And it, it makes me proud to be a part of it. Yeah, really. It really is. And I think, I think the hockey community has always been really good about that and like, uh, picking each other up and like helping out around the league and like, uh, drawing attention to that kind of stuff. So you love to see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tell me, I think that's all I got to talk about today. You got anything else for our lovely listeners? No, that's all I got. No, uh, if you're uh, if you're celebrating spring break here coming up, uh, have fun, stay safe. Stay I know safe. those uh, wash your hands. I know those, 
Yeah, those low uh, prices for flights may be tempting, but maybe it's not the best idea right now. So think about that. Wash your hands, stay indoors when when you can, uh, and just be smart. Uh, let's you know it's 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 a it's a trying time right now, but we all gotta we all gotta bear down and just you know do the essentials, hand washing, uh, you know general hygiene, and we can we can. We can do our best to get through this together, but it, but in the meantime, you know, let's let's sit back, let's enjoy our sports, let's enjoy our blues hockey, let's enjoy our podcast, such as Locked On NHL. You're done listening to this episode. Go check them out. They'll give you a, they'll give you a more broad scope of the entire league, not just your St. Louis Blues. If you want, if you're curious as to how the rest of the league is looking at it during this week, go check them out. Locked On NHL podcasts, a great pod. Go check them out for sure. Also, um, just a quick last note. Um, if you do live in the St. Louis area, uh, renderings just came out today for a new bar that's <laughs> going to be put in. It's called Bar K. So Bark, right? Bark. And it's a bar that you can go to with your dog. You heard that right. <laughs> so check that out, please, and uh, support them whenever they start doing construction and all that stuff because – I might buy a dog just so I can go drink with him now. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah, but that being said, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. Please follow me on Twitter uh, at Josh Hammond NHL. I was at twenty five hundred followers yesterday. Now I'm at twenty four ninety six. <laughs> Normally I don't care, but it just feels like a cool. You, just, you went down two. Okay. I went you down were, two more. You were talking about twenty five hundred and then twenty four nine eight. Now you're twenty four nine six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're making you're, going, you're trending the wrong way, but I know, I know. But please, follow, <laughs> please follow me before I reach zero. Um, I don't want to get kicked off this podcast. <laughs> um, we're dropping, we're dropping exponentially. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't. I couldn't care less about numbers. It's just funny to me that I, I was all excited, psyched about 2,500, and then it's like, haha, just kidding. Um, but no. Please go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lockdown Blues. Submit your mailbag questions for Friday's episode. And as always, let's go Blues. <laughs>